What is time again for our weekly segment, which is focused on the Institute of Agriculture and Natural Resources at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Our guest joining us over the phone today is Vice President and Vice Chancellor Mike Bay. Mike, sure hope you had an enjoyable Thanksgiving. Today on the program, we're going to be talking about Dr. Catherine Frells. It's, uh, she's a gal we've talked about before here on this show, but most recently she was recognized by the Foundation for Innovation and Healthy Food for her work to improve the nutrition in staple foods. Tell me a bit about the award as well as the research. Yeah, absolutely, Bryce. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We did, that's for sure. Dr. Catherine Farrells is a faculty member here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And Catherine leads our wheat breeding program. I know we've discussed this program before. And that the fact that UNL has this amazing long history in wheat innovation that goes back decades and is widely recognized as a leader in wheat breeding. And we're just so proud of this legacy. And Catherine has uh, arrived and she is just moving things along and in a real positive way. She got her PhD in plant breeding and genetics here at UNL in 2015 and joined the faculty a few years later. Last month, she was recognized with the Heroes Award from the Foundation for Innovation in Healthy Food. So that's, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, it's called the Heroes Award. It sounds like quite the honor. What does this award recognize in particular? Yeah, so Catherine was recognized for her work in launching something called the Coalition for Grain Fiber. Coalition for Grain Fiber. And this coalition brings together partners from the USDA, land-grant institutions, including the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and representatives from the agriculture and healthcare industries to increase the amount of fiber in grain-based foods, including white and wheat flour. Think about um, agriculture 2.0 meets medicine or health 2.0, if you will. At the same time, it seeks to do this without impacting the taste, the feel, the texture, or the price that the consumer pays for, for products. The coalition is dedicated to establishing profit incentives for farmers and others along that food supply chain to grow or supply foods with increased nutritional benefit. And so that's another, that's another big goal of this uh, coalition. Ultimately, Bryce, the goal is to uh, help consumers uh, eat a healthier diet without making major changes. And, you know, as we're now fully into the holiday season, it's uh, nice to imagine a world where a sugar cookie, a pumpkin pie, or a cinnamon roll um, has a little bit more nutritional benefit than they already do today. <laughs> yeah, that's a timely topic. If only we could uh, get the yeah, calorie yeah. count to, uh, to drop in half. We'll yeah. have to get some, some folks working on yeah. that. Uh, the word collaboration is one that uh, you and I have talked about in the past. It's something that I know you think about of how the university can become uh, more of a collaborative effort uh, with, with other universities and other stakeholders in the industry. Talk about how, the, how that applies to this research project. Yeah, yeah. Collaboration is just absolutely key. And we talk about it, you're right, um, almost every show. We don't, we have experts and that's great, but uh, really collaboration is key. We think about, I think about three words, augment, amplify, and complement. You know, how can we identify partners that uh, amplify, augment, and complement what it is that we do. So thinking about this work, really the first goal of this work is to increase the fiber content in grain-based foods. The second, though, is really to start the conversation among plant breeders, food scientists, food companies, 
healthcare providers, just really thinking about all of that, and I would say consumers, in ways that uh, we can all be aware and then improve the nutrition of these grain-based foods. Um, The coalition's pretty cool. More than 50 leaders, including IENR and UNMC scientists, punctuated with Dr. Uh, Catherine Farrells, are part of this relatively new coalition. More than than, uh, anything, uh, the goal here is to bring these many different groups that can all benefit in some way from this work together such that maybe we think about grain breeders and industry groups that might develop new varieties, farmers that would grow these, um, you know, climate adaptable, geographically uh, optimized varieties, food processors that then uh, take what the farmer produces and develop new, uh, higher nutrition products or improve our cinnamon rolls and our pumpkin pies that we just talked about, and healthcare providers ultimately that would see improved health outcomes. So, you know, a breeder working in isolation, making crosses in a greenhouse, taking those out to the field, uh, amplifying that germplasm, you know, often just really focused on the agronomic traits, but this is a way for a pipeline uh, of, of everyone that touches that grain from the original cross to the farmer, to the food company, to the healthcare providers, to the consumer, really bringing all that together. And I think at the end of the day, so much of the work that we do in IENR has this kind of systems-wide approach and real potential for broader outcomes uh, like this. And it's exciting to see so much collaboration up front on this project and really excited. And congratulations again to Dr. Catherine Farrells and her team in the Department of Agronomy and Horticulture, who is our world-class um, small grain breeder. What a neat project, Mike. I appreciate you joining us here on the Weekly Spot to share this information. We want to remind our listeners, if you'd like to keep up with all the things that are happening within the IANR system, visit ianr.unl.edu. Here on the Rural Radio Network, I'm Bryce Duskett reporting.